0: Greetings and salutations. My name is DK Newell, and this is a Soccer Nation podcast powered by Soccer Loco. Today's episode, I am joined for the second time by Jacques Pelham from San Francisco City FC. So, what I will say is that without any further ado, enjoy this conversation with Jacques Pelham. Uh, As always, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever. Uh, Leave us a rating, leave us a review, send us your feedback at news at SoccerNation.com or find us on Twitter at Soccer underscore Nation. Thanks very much and enjoy the show.
1: I'm the president and CEO of San Francisco City Football Club, and uh, SF City, um, currently we're in the PDL, uh, supporter-owned, 51% supporter-owned. The club actually started off uh, in the local SFSFL League, the local San Francisco Men's League back in 2001, and then about four years ago, myself and a few others uh, from the supporter community got together to uh, work on organizing and building SF City up. Um, Hopefully one day to the highest level and so we uh, We basically moved the the team up a league back then in 2014 and 2015 and and started um, opening up basically public membership um, to people that could sign up and have voting rights on the club be eligible to be on the members board of directors and the ultimate um, club executive board And that, that started off back in 2015. And so now we're at about 400 members, um, which is, it's grown
0: every year. Um, with the the membership for this season, you can get a season
1: ticket, comes with a scarf. Um, and it's, you know, ultimately about giving, uh, or or creating a connection with the the San Francisco soccer community, um, that is really deep and it, it has, you know, not just a sense of ownership, but literal ownership. Of the team and so yeah we're in the PDL this year um, for the third season we qualified for the Open Cup and won our first round Open Cup game unfortunately we lost in the second round of Sacramento Republic but uh, we're tied in the 1-1 until about the 60th minute and it was a good game so um, yeah so we're looking to we, we haven't had the best runner results here in PDL but we're looking to Uh, continue that we've got a big game this weekend against now our intra-city rivals the SF Glens and so I think for us looking to to
0: kind of get things back on track in the PDL this weekend and then have a successful rest of the season yeah yeah no that's 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 brilliant (laughs) I appreciate that synopsis obviously for for anyone who's kind of uh, been paying attention to the Soccer Nation podcast powered by Soccer Loco for any length of time I think they will remember the last time you came on the show and, and chatted with us and and you know in that that episode we went really deep on on what SFCD really is and kind of how that got going. So I would definitely encourage listeners to go back and, and find that episode. I can link to that as well. But as far as today's conversation goes, Jacques, like you said, you know there are a lot of different things that sort of have transpired since we last spoke. Uh, one of them being the advent of this this new intercity uh, team that you've got. And so I kind of wanted to to chat with you a little bit about just what the San Francisco soccer market looks like now, you know, the, that ecosystem up there, uh, from the youth level to the adult level, uh, and, and kind of everything in between. Because like you said, you know, this club, SF City, that you're a part of, has been around for such a long time. Um, but you've gone through sort of different phases and, and iterations, and I look at most recently like this sort of PDL stint that you've had. And can you kind of talk me through the, the progression of, you know, from, from the origins uh, of what I'm calling Phase One of your club to this PDL segment, and then ultimately, you know what you're looking to to kind of achieve going further forward.
1: Yeah. So originally, in, uh, back in the early 2000s, um, a guy named Jonathan Wright started the club into the local SFSFL, the San Francisco Soccer Football League. So that's a league that's been around since, like, I think it predates FIFA. Actually, it's been around since the early 1900s. Wow. Um, a, a very like. You know, prominently, lots of good competition there, and and I joined as a player to that that team uh, back in 2011, actually. And um, you know, we we helped move the team up to the highest level in the local San Francisco league, and then you know, around that time, I was seeing you know across the country, clubs like Detroit F- City FC, Chattanooga. I mean, it's and it's still happening. Where there's this all this dynamic um, activity and, and momentum around. Uh, you know all these different communities and markets throughout throughout the country building their own teams, and whether that's starting off at a you know tier four MPSL uh, or PDL level, or coming in at the USL level like Sacramento Republic. And so that was 2014, 2015, and, and we got the ball rolling. And um, you know initially uh, we moved up into what's called the NorCal Premier League, which was I'd say a slightly higher level of competition for. <clears throat> Uh, than the SFSFL team, and it was playing against teams from, you know, Northern California, so it was outside of the city. And ultimately it was about how, how can we put a product on the field and create something that's going to be interesting to, to a viewing audience to come watch because and that's I think that's really the difference between sort of local men's league soccer and then getting into the, to the MPSL or PDL, um, you know, on up to MLS where you're, you're trying to put on a show for folks that, that's – interesting to come watch from a quality of play standpoint and from a sort of a narrative rivalry standpoint and uh, so we, we went in that NorCal league um, and also qualified for the Open Cup so with the Open Cup that year we, we got some good crowds out to watch our games um, and, and that actually uh, attracted some interest from investors to basically allow us to move up to a higher league and so we um, you know we had actually talked with all the leagues at that point but PDL ended up being the best fit for us and, um, and and moved up to PDL to start into 2016. And so, you know, what PDL gave us was a higher level of competition for sure. Um, teams throughout California and our division, actually at that point it was, there was teams in Nevada and Utah that we played against. Um, but then PDL is across the, the country as well as Canada um, in terms of the the geographic footprint. And then um, it's, it's a well-run professionally run operation in terms of the sort of look and feel of it from uh, um, you know a market standpoint in terms of people engaging with the league and with the team and, and, and feeling like if there's a level of professionalism involved with the organization. But then ultimately, you know, we've we've always aimed for, for bigger goals and, uh, you know, that, that process continues. We've had a lot of things happening within San Francisco. There was the San Francisco Deltas last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just lasted the one season. Um, there was the Berlin Game Dragons, who were in PDL when we started, and now they're no longer and then a, a thing affiliated with them that was, I guess, looking at pro soccer in San Francisco. And then now um, the Glens, who were a local youth team for a long time, put in a PDL team for this season, which gives us an intra-city rival. Um, but, you know, every, every, we're still looking to move up the levels um, in a sustainable way, and I imagine there's, you know, other folks out there that look at San Francisco as well, and um, one day, you know, the goal is to have, I think, a high-level pro team in San Francisco. We're trying to build SF City uh, into that team, but in a way that stays true to our model of keeping the community ownership piece in place.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that's one of the things that is more unique about your club than, than most. When it comes to that ownership model, uh, I would definitely, definitely, definitely encourage anyone to kind of go and do their own research and just sort of learn, you know, the different ways that clubs can be run. You know, you look at come, some of the clubs around around the world and, and many of the, the more prominent ones that, that we all sort of know and love have a similar sort of component, particularly, you know, you look at like the Bundesliga. Um, and so I just think it's, it's interesting that, that your model is, is thriving and su- is successful here in the United States. One thing that I'm also kind of curious about, and and you mentioned it as far as uh, your aspirations to to move up. You know, you're you're currently in the PDL, which is sort of part of that larger USL family. And you know, looking at like yesterday's news, for example, you know, uh, FC Cincinnati now going all the way up to Major League Soccer. Uh, I think that there is um, very much a a ladder and and a platform and a pathway uh, through that silo, I guess, if you want to call it, between USL and MLS and PDL and all these things. I kind of just want to get a better sense for yeah, when you say you're you know you you have ambition of of moving up the way like you know do you do you know what that looks like? Or do you have any sort of specific plans? You know, obviously the the D three league is coming in next year. Is is that something that you guys have looked at?
1: Uh, it is. Yeah, um, we've looked at that. We've looked at D two. I think for for what you know you mentioned Cincinnati. So whether it's moving into a professional league like USL, either D two or D three or MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I think we're, we're all well aware that it's not based on on the field results and it's based on um, this more sort of I guess holistic um, uh, evaluation um, driven primarily by you know ownership um, resources and the stadium and then sort of political support for the team around the city mm-hmm. um, you know so we're in an interesting situation where we have the Deltas come in and had you know a a lot of money um a good amount of political support for the city or from the city and um you know it, it didn't it didn't work out and so uh that you know that was playing out until i'd say really the beginning of this year and for us i think it's been a benefit for us to be to be small really and to not have you know not have the sort of cost structure um that that you know, if we were a professional team, having a much higher budget and much you know larger amount of expenses, um, we're able to sort of be a little more nimble mm-hmm. and uh, and you know have to to kind of be a bit scrappier. But that's I think that served us well in terms of being able to build the club and build the brand. While you know being able to um, to survive really in this in this market, and so ultimately for this season, you know I'd say our goals are to continue building up the support, um, and then work towards the, the solidifying what would the major pieces, which is is going to be you know an investment profile that's attractive to or that that's that makes sense for a higher professional league, and then. Um, the stadium piece, really. Yeah. So we've, I think we've got a couple different options, um, you know, on, on on both of those uh, pathways. But um, uh, it's, you know, we're working towards it. It's definitely a work in progress.
0: Okay, yep. brilliant. You know, we'll we'll definitely stay tuned down here. I uh, would love any sort of excuse to get up to San Francisco whenever I can. Uh, incidentally, this weekend, I actually will be in San Francisco for this game between SF City and the Glens. Uh, and I definitely wanted to talk a little more about that, you know, with respect to, I mean, noisy neighbors is one of those things that people talk about. I, I, don't, I don't know how noisy it is up there, but I kind of want to get a sense for, obviously, like you said, you know, you guys have been established in this league for some time. And here now come these new guys who, yeah, they've been involved in the soccer community for, for obviously a very long time as well. I think the Glens are one of the largest, if not the largest, youth clubs out there. Uh, but this is their first foray into adult soccer, and particularly into the PDL, where where you guys have been comfortable, not comfortable, but, you know, you've, you've existed for some time. Um, you know, what's what's the relationship like between those two clubs, and, and, you know, like, what's going on over there? Like, talk to me about uh, what we should expect this weekend. Well,
1: uh, just to, to a slight correction there, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but... The Glens, I think, actually started off as a local SFL team, SFSFL team, as well, and then started the youth club, sort of after that, um, and fairly recently. So yeah, they're they a very large youth club, primarily, although they do have a team in the SFSFL as well. Okay. Um, and you know, there's been a lot of changes within the SF youth soccer scene over the last five years, um, as well, which has been you know we've been sort of on the outside of that but that's been pretty fascinating um or just uh, there's just been a lot of of change and activity um in terms of this weekend and and the pdl stuff you know to be honest we've i think we've both just been probably so focused on getting through this first month of the season i don't think their you know first month the month of may was uh, as as grueling as ours was with with open cup and then all the away games that we were playing but mm-hmm. you know i think you see early early season pdl's a tricky one because you know not everybody's got you know people don't usually have their college players um in the rosters are or, or sort of developing um and and you know i think they they start off with a couple of tough results as did we um, but then they had a you know a good win last Thursday. Um, we've yet to get our first win in pdl so we're we're hungry. we're looking for that. um and and I think from a you know they' they've they've got a, a really solid coach over there in Javier um and, and seem to have put together a pretty quality team. So I think from a quality on the field standpoint, um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good level. um from a I think from a support standpoint, it'll look a little bit different. i mean we we have, our, our main supporter group, the Northsiders, um, who, you know, when you think of sort of a classic, um, you know, pro supporter group, they, they, they fit that model in terms of singing and playing the drums and, and just going all out for 90 minutes. And we're extremely lucky to have that. Um, I don't think the Glens, I think that it's a little more of a sort of family based um, and kind of centered around their their youth players, which... Um, you know, that's that's great too. That's you know, I think it'll be a little bit different. But um but it it sounds like it's gonna be a pretty, you know, fun day, fun game. I know there's there's an MPSL game so it's uh before that, so there's it's it's a bit of a double header um mm-hmm. as well. And and uh Boxer, the stadium where they play is uh, is interesting. I mean it's it's a soccer specific stadium that's been there for since the fifties, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we play Keysar which is the former home of the 49ers, um, which is located kind of in Central San Francisco. Boxer is sort of the Outer Mission area um, where the Glens play, and uh, it's it's a neat stadium. It's there's some history there, and they um, uh, that's where the SFSFL teams play their matches as well. So it'll be it'll be a fun day, I think. And and I think you know ultimately we're we're looking for the win, and and Patty's guy Patty and the guys are going to be super hungry, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll we'll get the W, but uh, I think it'll be a good game.
0: Excellent, excellent, excellent. And so, yeah, as as we look to wrap up in, in the next couple of minutes, I kind of want to just open it up and, and sort of have that open conversation, like I said, with regards to not just, you know, the ambitions of SF City uh, as a club, but also just your sort of evaluation of, of the landscape at the moment in sock, You know, these last six or seven months have been pretty turbulent with regards to U.S. not making the World Cup. I feel like we went through this national existential crisis of, like, who are we? You know, we've had a new presidential election. Uh, and to a certain degree, it almost feels like things are back to normal. But then again, you know, we watched the U.S. Uh, against Bolivia the other day, and, you know, the average age of the, of the squad is 22 years old. So I kind of just want to get a sense for, you know, where you sort of see soccer in this country at the moment uh, across the spectrum at whatever level you sort of pay closest attention to. And then, obviously, you know, based on where we are today, what are you, you know? Where where do you see you and your club sort of having the most impact going further forward when it comes to shaping uh, this soccer nation?
1: Uh, those are big <laughs> questions. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, man, we're still um, asking them.
1: I mean, it's uh, from a from sort of a nationwide landscape, sort of state of the union thing. Uh, state of things, it's it's tough to, I think, fully wrap our heads around that. I mean, f- you know, for us, like, we get pretty caught up, I think, day-to-day in the, the details of, like, you know, what we're trying to do with SF City, both from a just day-to-day operations standpoint and then from sort of a larger um, roadmap standpoint of, of trying to be successful on our end, which I think in some way it can kind of disconnect from the national conversation about, you know, the the men's national team and MLS and things like that. I mean, I certainly think that from an overall energy and input standpoint, I guess, for lack of a better term,
0: there seems like there's more happening than, than maybe ever before.
1: It's mm-hmm. um, just in terms of the number of players out there, the number of players that are are playing either in Europe or that are young players playing in MLS academies that seem to be, you know, very successful and, and, you know, have the opportunity to go on and be world-class players at some point. Um, The number of teams is growing, I think you mentioned before, um, in terms of, you know, you see USL be very prolific, you've still got the teams from the NASL um, that are that to their credit have kind of stuck with it and are looking for, I think you know their pathway of how to to stabilize and and you know thrive moving forward. And I think I guess sort of a from a wish list standpoint, I, I hope that the federation um, can help lead things so that you know anybody in the country that wants to start a professional soccer team. <laughs> Um, in a sustainable way, can find a you know a fairly straightforward and transparent pathway towards that because mm-hmm. I think ultimately that's that's going to be a net positive for the country. And I think you know we we started this for a lot of different reasons, but you know thinking um, you know Dennis Crowley, uh, who is the the chairman of the Kingston Stockade, is, has spoken about this a lot, and we have met with him and talked to him before. But just you know one of the main things that he's talked about is just having it even if it's very marginal to start but starting these teams and, and just putting this amount of energy and effort into the ecosystem is ultimately going to be a net positive and um i think sort of tying the two together between you know our day-to-day lives with pdl um and then sort of the, the global picture of u.s soccer i think it's you know we're, we're seeing a lot of energy and a lot of people that are pushing really hard to try to, tr- try to make progress. And that's, um, you know, that's good.
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff happening. And I think the way that things have developed over the last 30 years um, make it a bit tricky to sort of, you know, f- make it a system where everyone's, uh, where there is that sort of accessibility. Um, but hopefully we can take steps to get there. Um, I, I I really hope we can get that and kind of make that the future, but it's it's tough and there's there's a lot of different elements at play.
0: Certainly, 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 yeah. No, that was a very big and broad question, and I think you tackled that uh, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. <John. laughs> You know, more, I I try to test people, and you, know, you pass with flying colors. I definitely appreciate <laughs> <laughs> definitely appreciate you taking the time. Um, as we look to close out, you know, why, why don't you tell us where we can find out more about SFC. I know you guys have a great website; it's super up to date. Um, your social is strong too. Where where do we find that? Yeah, the website um, sfcityfc.com.
1: Um, that's gonna have a lot of information on this the the sort of building blocks of the club in terms of the structure, um, what it means to be a member, a bit of the history, um, the things like our roster. And then we stay very active on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, just on, um, day to day stuff with what's going on with the club in terms of our season and announcements and things like that. Also, you know, community service has, has been a big piece of, of, uh, Kind of what it means to to be a part of SF City, and so we've we regu- regularly updating uh, community service opportunities for people that to get involved in and uh, to, to to get involved that way. So, um, you know, we've got several different uh, ways to engage and uh, try to try to stay pretty responsive to folks when they send us notes or questions, things
0: like that. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. All right, Jacques, well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the Soccer Nation podcast, powered by Soccer Loco. Uh, My name is D. Kineo, and I will see you this weekend in San Francisco. Thanks, D. We'll see you this weekend. Cheers. Take care, man. Thanks. All right, bye.